the the thing gets very very tense because clients don't give a shit about your problems. Clients only give a shit about their project getting completed and you've tickled their ears up front, told them how good you are, given them you know, a price, told them when you're going to be finished by and they are lock and load. So if you don't deliver, you are the antichrist. How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi everyone, welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. Welcome to you if, in, if you're in uh, YouTube land. Uh, my name's Max. I'm the CEO of Smith & Sons here in Canada. Uh, look, as usual, like and subscribe. Uh, and certainly if you know someone who might uh, benefit from this information, be sure to share that. Um, also, if you'd like to get in touch uh, with me at some level, I will do my best to respond as promptly as, pro- uh, as possible. Uh, but you can uh, send me an email to max at businessforbuilders.ca. All right, we're going to make it a real quick one this morning. I'm in the middle of uh, training our newest franchise general contractor, which is super exciting. Um, And uh, as usual, the business world that we live in is full of pressure. So time is of the essence. So um, if you're driving down the road uh, or you're at a hardware store, walking around picking out materials with your earbuds in, uh, I hope you're having a good day. Uh, And I want to bring some value. So look, you know, something I was thinking about just recently was – you know, a little bit around business management. And look, fortunately, a part of the Smith & Sons group, we've got, um, you know, we've we've got uh, operations in Australia, New Zealand and Canada, soon to be in the States, uh, possibly early next year. Uh, and, you know, what's really good about that is it's very similar to, to what we have in the general contractor builder community within Smith & Sons is that you can pick the phone up and just have a chat with the other GCs and uh, talk to them about, you know, some of the challenges that you're facing in the business and just just to get another, you know, idea from somebody else, another somebody else's perspective based on their experience perhaps. And so, look, I do the same. So I've got, you know, a couple of business partners, but I deal with some of the corporate leadership that are uh, what we call in Australia and New Zealand, they have what they call master franchises. And so, my old mate in, uh, in New Zealand, Rion, shout out to Rion if you're watching, mate. Um, you know, I had a good conversation with him uh, last week and we were just chatting about uh, human resource management and business management, how the two overlapped and things like that. And so, you know, we got discussing now, just to make sure we give you some context, Rion's, a, you know, a carpenter by trade and a builder. I'm a carpenter by trade and a builder. So we, we have some really good, uh, you know, conversations about all things business development and um, one of the points that he made, which which is sort of, I guess, at some point eluded me for small business, because as a carpenter and as a builder, we would tend to go, right, I need some really good trades on site, uh, which you do, and I need some really good, you know, in-house carpenters to help me with demolition and, and framing and, you know, maybe boarding or whatever on renovations. So um, that was always my go-to. But what, what, uh, what Rion did is he brought to light the possibility or the preferred way that he likes to uh, promote to his builders, and that is to get an admin for, let's say, 10 hours a week. Now, I that was a little bit of an epiphany to me because I guess I underrated admin. However, huh, uh, intuitively, in my office at corporate here, I have a reception and admin, and I also have a financial administrator. So, I don't know why I wouldn't transpose the same systems and mechanisms and and humans into a building company. But I want to tell you today, what I really want to just double down on, and let's call it one guy's point of view, one guy's POV, 
But if you're a builder out there, and, and because I obviously know builders pretty well, what we do is we try and do bloody everything. And, and guys and gals, that's okay to a certain limit. Now, the challenge that we face, if you're good at what you do, what you will find is that you will get a lot of uh, recurring business and you will get a lot of referrals, which is great. Now, if you lack the ability to say no to certain clients or certain jobs, or you don't use the words waiting list, then what you're going to find is you're going to make commitments to clients which you can't deliver on. And that's because your obligation to clients and the process becomes so demanding that your admin life overtakes your ability to run the jobs well. Now, what that means is your ultimate, uh, uh, your, 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 your ultimate uh, what's the word, uh, priority is with the clients. So what happens is you then take your eyes off the ball construction-wise uh, you may end up starting to fail in the procurement process or the, uh, the the project management process if you haven't got the right humans in there. Uh, and then you may have guys on job sites which are maybe not delivering or not hitting the milestones or really not doing the job quality-wise that you want. So what happens is you get caught between fulfilling your obligation with clients because they are terribly demanding but also then, you know, in the sales process, but then also having to deal with on-site challenges, supply chain issues, uh, subcontractors, as well as your own workers to try and make sure that your business is uh, making money and that you're not just burning a bunch of cash because work is not getting done or work has to be done twice, you know, because your quality control things, so, uh, you know, aren't in order. So so I think this is where after having the conversation uh, with me old mate in New Zealand, it's it sort of, I got thinking about that after, you know, that conversation for a few days. And I thought to myself, really what you need is you need someone like I've got, you know, on my front desk that I've got, you know, watching the financial aspects of the business. And obviously when you start out as a general contractor, it seems like it's, it seems like it's a, it's an over, uh, you know, you're overdoing it by having an admin because you're like, well, there's sales and there's estimating and there's quoting and, you know, there's all these kinds of things on job sites that you've got to make sure that you're taking care of. But the more I thought about it, the, the more I thought for a small business, if you can find someone and here's the key, you know, you've got to be a good talent scout. You know, you, you, you've got to be able to manage the human resource as well. And that is a heck of a trick all by itself anyway, whether it's office staff or whether it's, you know, uh, guys that work for you on site or whether it's subcontractors or even suppliers and vendors. But I think when you've got someone who's, and he, I've said this before, when your emotions go up, your ability to make good decisions goes down. So if the shit's hitting the fan on site, your ability to you know, deal with clients and you know the, the, the deadlines that you might create for yourself to keep the clients happy, the things that you do on site to create existing clients happy might be just a short-term move because you're trying to buy some clear air. And it just doesn't work. And so, you know, there's a part of me that really would encourage you guys and gals if you're running small building companies. And I'm definitely probably talking to uh, renovation general contractors because that's really the heart of our business. That's what we do mostly. Um, and it is definitely, it's it's a fairly treacherous uh, place to be because of those dynamics that I just outlined between uh, new clients coming through that are wanting quotes and prices and things like that, and you're doing selections with them. Uh, and then you've got the existing clients that are under contract, and you've got multiple clients under contract. So look, if you think you're actually happier just with you and another you know, guy or gal working on a job site, and you're taking on one or two jobs, you might need to figure out whether you want the stress that I hope you can feel coming down the camera or down the, you know, down the, 
the uh, the earphones is like the the thing gets very very tense because clients don't give a shit about your problems. Clients only give a shit about their project getting completed and you've tickled their ears up front, told them how good you are, given them you know, a price, told them when you're going to be finished by and they are lock and load. So if you don't deliver, you are the antichrist. They're going to come after you. So all of a sudden, if you've got that on several fronts because you've got fires on several jobs, your life becomes miserable. So the reason why you know, me old mate encourages an, an admin is because whilst you've got somebody on site and you might be doing the quoting and estimating and project management, you've got someone actually managing correspondence, maybe managing, um, you know, some of the finances, managing the bills, making sure your payment deadlines are met, even taking a look at some of the back costing aspects of the project or projects to ensure that you, they that person could highlight where there's an overspend in labor or, you know, where you've maybe for the month, you know, they're actually looking at your books and saying, look, your overheads are X, Y, Z per month. You've only invoiced for this much in the first quarter. You know, you're in, you're in, some, you're in a spot of bother. Really someone that's close to you that really understands the, the detail of the business, that's really what, you know, is going to help you uh, function better on the job site. So look, I, I think you cannot do, I would say this categorically, you cannot do the administration role uh, in the office as far as the business is concerned and also handle the sales, estimating and quoting, contract admin and project management. Like it's just too much. Now, if you, if you do one or two jobs, fine. I remember when I got started, I think my first job was like a $45,000 bathroom and second story sort of partial reno and I did everything but I only had one job and I enjoyed the shit out of that. Because my background was in working with a building company uh, that did everything from the site cut or the civil work on the on the on the site through foundations, framing, and right through to landscaping, swimming pool installation, even putting up the letterbox. I mean, it was it, we did the whole gamut of of project, you know, of each project, and so that gave me good exposure. So I was able to go in there and do the demo and do the framing and do the rewiring and you know work with the electrician and the plumber. So every phase of play, I had my hands on and my eyes on, and I was supervising closely. And you know what? The job run awesome. You know, run on time, on budget finish when I needed to finish, et cetera, et cetera. And the quality was bang on. We try and then go and do that on multiple projects and we incorporate human resource and then wonder why we, we end up with a frigging shit fight with clients, a shit fight with subcontractors, frustrations with guys on building sites, you know, creditors coming after us because we haven't paid their bills on time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, on top of already having supply chain issues that we've got right now, uh, you know, and then we start talking about recruitment and your ability to hire quickly, fire quickly. And, you know, just on recruitment, guys and gals, everyone's good on their first day in their resume. And you've got to be able to, you know, um, you've got to lean on your own expertise and your own understanding of what you expect from these people. You've got to set up boundaries and you've got to maintain expectations. So, you know, if you let them know that we hire quickly and we fire quickly and that, look, it's not, I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I'm not trying to be rude. But everybody likes to impress on the first meeting, on the first day when on the building site. What I'm looking for is consistency long term. So if you're posturing and you're pretending, uh, I, I am, I'm looking for the pretenders. I really want the players, but I'm going to expose the pretenders. So in a week's time, if I'm fairly upfront and say, you're actually not you know, really what you turned out to be, you've got to go, 
then that's the way that you have to deal with it. Because I tell you what, your business survival depends on the kind candor that you can have with staff members or team members that uh, aren't towing the line. Uh, you aren't a charity. You, last time I checked, you're a business. You want to be profitable. If you're not doing it the right way, you're going to lose. Simple as that. So, you know, consider that as an option, the admin versus you doing everything. So, you know, you're going to have struggle with getting, you know, guys and gals to work for you on site as, you know, trades people like carpenters specifically. Um, but I think if you can alleviate some of that weight that you've got in the office according or, or to do with administration, that might make your ability to uh, recruit and to then make sure that you've got the right you know, talent on site. That might make your life a lot easier, especially it'll make it so much easier because you know dealing with clients can be stressful. So if you've got someone that can take out some of that stress in between, you've got to look at ways to, to it's, it's stress management. I think that's what it comes down to. Um, and, and, and ultimately, if you're quoting jobs uh, at what I would call inappropriate profit percentages, you, you haven't got the ability to, to scale up a business. If you want to scale faster, you've got to sell better, which means you've got to know what your fixed expenses are and you've got to know um, really what sort of markup percentage that you need. Uh, and then you've got to have the ability to work out how long jobs cost you to run. So if you if your job's running for three months, what is the business going to require uh, to stay alive from that project? Because then if you have multiple projects, the demand increases. So look, that might have confused the shit out of you. I really apologize for that. Um, but if you've got specific questions, hit me up on email, max at businessforbuilders.ca. Uh, be patient with me. It's super busy. Uh, but I would love to just, you know, no matter what uh, part of the world you're in, I would love to uh, bring some value to you. And, you know, if you can give me a few days or a week or something to get back to you, if you can be specific, I would love to just uh, maybe help you out individually as much as I can. Uh, and I'm sure in the future, I'm not going to have that luxury. But whilst I do have that luxury, I'm certainly happy to contribute in some way, shape or form. So I uh, hope that helps. Go be able to kick ass business. I will see you on the next episode. Cheers. Cheers.